A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coming up on the Holderness Family Podcast. So yeah, hey, we need to talk. It is my theory that 99.9% of the people you see on a daily basis are trying their absolute best. 99.9% of those people also are doing it wrong. I apparently don't deal with it very well. It is still hard for me to receive criticism. But we're going to get better together. He's critiquing how I'm critiquing criticism. Am I being an ageist? We are going to learn today how to give and receive criticism. Let's start the show. Hey guys, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. We are that kooky YouTube Facebook family that makes the funny videos. Yeah, we... They, I mean, sometimes we strive for them to be funny, right? They're not because funny. we want we are giving you permission to laugh, right? This world is very serious, very very serious, and we want you to laugh. And this podcast gives you permission to laugh and also maybe grow and think, learn, learn. Um, for instance, we are going to learn today how to give and receive criticism. <laughs> Giving and receiving criticism in a partnership, in a work relationship, um, and on social media. Um, we we went we took a deep dive towards the end of the podcast, and it sent Penn into a spiral on some <laughs> feedback that was sent within our podcast group. That was very it was expertly given. I have to it's say, it was, it was beautifully given, and it and it brought things to light. So I do think that there is a blessing in in criticism. And I think it, you have the opportunity within your partnership to really like to grow and to, um, and there's a right way to do it. Yep. So we're right. going to get to those kind of rules that we have. We're going to get to some stories. Before we do that, action item for you. If you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, just go ahead and do that right now. Hit pause. 
I think you can actually do it while still listening. Can you? Yeah, you, Gosh, let's, these what, are we smart can find people. out. Yeah, I think you can just kind of like it'll keep rolling if it's on your phone and then pull out and go to where it says Holderness Family Podcast and hit the subscribe button. And just hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. It really helps in this weird iTunes is like a real weird algorithm. So if people subscribe, it doesn't even matter necessarily how many people yeah. listen. Although it matters how many people listen, of course. But like it matters how many people subscribe. Yeah. Um, and if you're in a car, don't do this until you're stopped don't. lawfully. Do this in a car, um, but if you stop lawfully, and yeah. then, and then like send us when you leave a review, like just put like I subscribed. We read all those things, and it just it warms my heart. Yeah. This is my favorite thing of all the things we do. It is my theory that ninety nine point nine percent of the people you see on a daily basis are trying their absolute best. It's a good theory. It is a good theory. It kind of it helps me reframe how messed up this world is. When I look around, I'm like, you know what? With the tools that person has, they are doing their best. But at know? the same time, ninety nine point nine percent of those people also are doing it wrong. No, that is <laughs> not some, it. it. No, in some form or fashion, nobody's perfect, right? Well, of course. Well, that's the thing. It's like we are all doing our very best to like raise good kids, and we're trying our best in our jobs, and we're trying our best in our marriage. But there are times. When you're doing it wrong. <laughs> right. And so when Kim approached me and said, this is what we're going to talk about today, I said, are you sure? Because no. because you and I um, have to, we have to criticize each other. Yes. A, because we're married. And B, because we work together. Yes. So and, and who better? Three, wait, I, A, B, and three. And three. <laughs> and ahead. furthermore. Go ahead. No, I think that for as much as I want to get better and really just strive on this, like I have a thousand self-help books on my nightside table, it is still hard for me to receive criticism sometimes. And I have to say that this is something we always say in this podcast, we are passengers on this flight. We are showing you the work that we're doing in active time. But this is something we have really worked hard at. Um, so I think we can, I hope that the, what we're going to share today, um, will help you not only receive criticism from your partner, your children, your social media, but that, um, it will help you like, I don't want to criticize the way you just did that, but I think the succinct way to just get into this is to say, we're going to talk about how to give and handle criticism from each other, from each other as parents, with our children, with social media, and also at work. There are some definite rules for giving criticism, and I think this crosses the the people, who, no matter who you're talking to. Our wonderful, wonderful marriage counselor, pastor, friend has this, and I, I don't know who he got it from or if it's out of his own brain hole, to say, like, say some nice things. In fact, he says, like, say three nice things before you go in for the kill. And by kill, I mean just to I'll be able to offer up that criticism and the other kind of mandate in our marriage of when, when offering criticism is that it can't be rude. It can't, you know, it can't be, hey, you're you're the best dad ever. You're, you know, so involved with the kids' school, but you are a huge slob. Like you can't, you can't go in like that. Yeah. Th this is something that I think I've heard people do to me a lot of times in work. Anytime you're having a phone call with a consultant and you're trying to get better at something, you hear this all the time. I I would say we've gotten pretty good at this. We definitely both know when it's coming. 
when we're doing the three good things and one bad thing, it gets to be funny sometimes, but still it's better than just rolling right in with it. I think that we can talk about criticism through some stories, some personal stories Mm -hmm. that you and I have. And because we live together and work together, it gets tricky. Mm -hmm. But let's start with, uh, let's start with two days that you and I spent about two months apart. And I'm going to tell this story where you and I had a conversation where criticism was done poorly Mm-hmm. And then a conversation where I think we did it better. Okay. Is that good? And then we'll talk about how to receive criticism with grace. Okay. Yeah. But like we, we do have some good stories yeah. for this that I think would be useful. So uh, about three months ago, Kim and I were having a work conversation. And the way that I tried to explain to her that I wanted to go in a certain direction was so bad that you said, stop the car, let me out. Mm-hmm. And you walked home, which yes. was... It was like 100 yards. It was fine. But still, it was I, I rather, was, rather dramatic. And, and I understood, like, I definitely did something wrong there. But it, like, it was a catastrophic end to a conversation when I was trying to let you know what I thought should happen. Mm-hmm. And it was just so poor. It, it was poor criticism. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember that conversation? Uh, vividly. Okay, good. Yeah. I figured you you would. Um, I <laughs> the, the conversation went like this. Like, I, I really enjoy writing. And I enjoy writing things for the future. And I enjoy writing things that aren't necessarily, you're not going to see for maybe this month, this year. I mean, we've talked about like a stage show. And so I was talking to Penn about how I've been waking up early and I've been just putting thoughts on paper and maybe nobody will ever see them. But I was just like, I want to do this. I want to like put words to a page and I want to do this. And I'd been wake, you know, waking up early to do that. And he said, let, let me let me say what I said, because I want you to understand what was going through my head when I said it. So, it, it, okay. Because what went through my head and what came out of my mouth were two different things. Okay. Right? Yes. Because what I, in my head, I was like, you know what? Kim is working so hard. <laughs> I feel like maybe this is something that we should let other people help us with. Um, and uh, and that would allow us to continue working hard on things that that, that we're already kind of working hard on. Right. That's what was, that's going on my head. And I'm like, you know what? It, my, my brain was like, you know what, Penn? You're awesome at this. <laughs> You're so good at she's going to love what you say. And so what came out of my mouth was, don't you think this would be a task better suited to like a professional that we could give to a professional? Which to Kim sounded like you are a woman with a small brain and you can't do this. I'm immediately discounting it. So. In, again, in my head, I'm like, "You're Penn. You're you're delegating. You're the best." <laughs> and two seconds later, you're not in the car anymore. It was, by the way, we were around the corner from our home. It's not like I walked, but at that point, so I think there's a way. So th- that's I yes. did it wrong. Well, it, I, I did not. I did not do that well. Uh, I'm admitting that, and I didn't. <laughs> necess- you didn't handle so- criticism. Well, first of all, it wasn't criticism, you know, and that goes into our and though and you you in fact said it like you, how you said it was because we talk about what our superpowers are and how we need to just do our superpowers and then the rest of it give to somebody else. So Penn's superpower is he can he can write a song in fourteen seconds and it's hilarious. My superpower, I think, I have. I think I'm very good at like I I am the reason I'm like the person who comes up with the ideas for the songs and I think I'm good at like I am good at I love doing a lot of things I think I am a good writer I think I I do have strengths but you said like is that your superpower 
and it and it um and it, it to me it came off as rude so when i talk about receiving criticism um one thing i recommend is and that i did not do is take a very very deep breath because no matter how constructive even if it's beautifully given it is hard to hear that you're not doing awesome it is hard to hear that you are not you you are trying your hardest and it's hard to hear that it's not good enough so take a deep breath um and that is something i did not do <laughs> and that could, and when it's given well i would say my in it, when it's given well you've taken your deep breath and you still can't process i think it's best to say i hear you i need to digest this can i have some time instead I said, stop the car. <laughs> and you got Suck out. it. Right. You and let me have. walk home. Right. And by the way, um, yes, that was maybe not the best way to receive criticism, but I also did not give the criticism Right. Well. This is a I fail. Did, yeah. I did not say three lovely things. And while in my head, I was being awesome. I, I said it, I think, like replaying it in my head, I was pretty dismissive when I said it, and it sounded dismissive. And sometimes I can sound dismissive when I'm not being dismissive. And it doesn't matter if I didn't mean to because I, because perception is reality when it comes right. to that particular thing. So um, poorly given criticism uh, and then maybe not the world's best reception <laughs> of the he's, criticism. He's critiquing how I'm critiquing well, criticism. So I just, but now I want to fast forward to, to two months later and it's yesterday morning and yeah. we had basically the same conversation and it was successful. Yes. How the hell did that happen? So one of the other tips is rules for uh, giving criticism is to personalize it. And I think that what you did really well yesterday was you personalized how and how it affected you. Yeah. So let's talk. I'll tell the story really quickly because, mm -hmm. um, you know, I like storytelling. Um, I'm not criticizing. By the way, by the way. Can you hear the 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 loveliness of the lawnmowers outside? Dude, every like our city is right now being mowed. Is lush. I know. We're so, living in a tropical rainforest so every, in Raleigh right now. So every neighbor right now has a lawnmower going. So that's what you're yeah. hearing. Did okay. I tell you, like, we we flew to Minneapolis to watch... Uh, oh, my gosh. Every Every episode... Like, okay, yes, yes. I'm talking about it again. We went right. to watch my alma mater win a national championship, and when we flew out to Minneapolis, the trees were... They were bare. Yeah, and now, and I flew back in a couple of days ago, and it, there is there everything is a couple of days ago. It's been two weeks. Okay, moving on. Love you. Go no, no. Lose. When I flew back in two days ago from Boston. Oh, okay, different trip. Sorry. Yeah. Just Good let, times. Just let me finish my thought, honey. Love you. Love you too. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so yes, yesterday we were basically having the same conversation, right? Where uh, you were you were because you are someone who likes to branch out and think ahead. And I, I needed to find a way to say, like, we're, we're doing too much. Like, can we kind of simplify our lives a little bit? And instead of saying, isn't that something best handled to a professional? I think, I think we figured out a way to actually communicate this to each other. Yes. By following these rules. Right. So you personalized it, which was my, and, and you have a very standard ADHD brain, which we've 
all discussed in a different podcast, the blessings of ADHD, and that is that you can hyper-focus on something, and you work best when you can focus on one thing, and you can, like, you can just go, like, nose down and crank it out in a admirable, enviable way. So what you said to me was, like, my brain does not work well with open work tickets, and when you, we are, this podcast is amazing, but it is an amount of work. Um, we are writing a book proposal right now. We are currently writing, um, you know, we're always working on music and funny videos. We are, there is literally 14 things we're working on. And you said, I just want to do one at a time. I just, I can only do one at a time. Whereas my brain works best with open work tickets. If I'm only working on one thing, it feels very suffocating. I love to have a lot of things going. Um, and if I, if I feel like we're doing one thing, I feel I start like gasping for air, like, where are my options? What am I doing? So but it helped me understand, oh, okay, that's not the way you your brain works best. How can we make it so you're only working on one thing at a time? And how can it how can it then how can I also work on five things? And so we were able to have that conversation in a very real way. Yeah, part of personalizing, I think is also being honest and exposing your own weaknesses and things that you're not good at. Mm-hmm. Um, because that way, I think when you're trying to give criticism or you're trying to, to tell people what you want, like you, you're, you're admitting like we're both, we're, we're in this together. And we I both got issues. And I think that's when you can say, and I think that this is like a real growth opportunity within a relationship, whether it's a spouse, a boss, anything you can say, thank you for the courage it took to say these things. And I think because it is hard to give criticism, it is especially when it's somebody you love. Um, Wait, so you thank somebody for criticizing you? It, it has happened. Like okay. I, I, you know, my my mom who listens to this podcast. We're gonna have my mom on next week. But there was a time like I was being a turd to her when like she got remarried, and I love this man, and I I was like saying like really flippant things about like. I, I didn't I, know that. Yeah, I was just being a turd. And she's she told me, she's like, listen, it's not, it's not when you talk like that, it's not cool. And it's, you think it's funny, but it's not. And it and it hurts our feelings. And I, I thought it was funny. and But I was like, oh, crap. And I was like, thank you for saying that. Because I think that in another form of a relationship, you could just hold a grudge. Yeah. You could just, I mean, so it takes a lot of courage to do that. Um, oh my gosh, our homework assignment for the next week is for one of us to thank the other one after some sort of criticism. Okay, ready? Pen, I love you. You're amazing. You're Two. so busy and creative. Three. If you could, if you could just, for the love of holy God, oh, put, little... your, put your clothes into the hamper because I feel like it would really help me um, and my brain and how my brain works to see that the clothes are yeah. not, not just like yeah. next okay. to the hamper, I got you. but in I the got hamper. You. No, I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. Thank you. <laughs> is that is that how that works? No, it's me like mumbling and stumbling off and no. getting it done and saying, well, "Are you happy it. now?" Well, like, I, think that's... The, I think the cleaning thing is different. I mean, yeah. I think that's a different ball of wax. Um, but also, in terms of receiving criticism, I think it's best in its pretty high level if you can trust that the person giving you this criticism is coming at it. Um, with with some honesty and with some grace and with a desire to just like to better your relationship and they're not coming at it just to criticize and be rude. You know what I mean? 
I yes. think that sometimes in a in a friendship in a an extended family relationship, you can make these assumptions. Like I have these conversations in my head, and these like th- these things of like, and then I should have said this, and then I would have said this. But to come at it of like, no, this person loves me. And this person just wants to have a better relationship with me and to like trust that this person is coming at it, um, trying to, to, to help and not just to be rude and to criticize. Yes. I, th- that's a good, I, th- that's a good point. And you know, that's easier when it's someone that you love, right? Because you know that about them deep down. Like that's, so, that's yeah, a person right. who it's... loves me. That's, that's my relationship. That is right. my wife or my husband or my relative. And you can use that as a little bit of it. And we could go down that rabbit hole. We could also go down the rabbit hole of having to do all of this with someone that you don't attach those feelings to, like at work mm-hmm. or like so- someone professionally. To me, that's, boy, I'll tell you, for us, again, we're weird because the person that I love is also the person that I work with. But it, it's taken me a while to get better at the work side of criticism, mm-hmm. for sure. That takes, I think that takes more time. I, I, it's so funny. I take it a lot less personally. Um, and I don't know why on the work side. I don't know. I, I would say that I, I would say that I love you. You're amazing. And you're, oh, you're, a, you're a fantastic partner in this business. But you do have some deficiencies when it comes to work criticism. <laughs> I'm about to criticize the way that you criticize. Well, no, in terms of giving it to people. Yeah. Oh, a hundred. And we've talked about that's, this. and that's what I'm talking about. No, no, look, no. There's two sides to this. No. I'm actually pretty good at receiving um, criticism in a in a uh, marriage. Yeah. I'm not great at receiving it at work. I'm better at giving it at work than I. Yeah, and I've gotten better. Yes, you've you've. So I think that one of my um, just things in life that I'm getting better at it saves so much time to give people feedback on their work. You know, it as, does. Yes, and I and and to do it in an honest way, and we are totally getting better with that. Yes, yeah. I, I would say that like when we started this business, we like first of all we hired a bunch of our friends, um, and that's great. Friends are amazing. Uh, and but it's hard to tell your friends without wanting to hurt their feelings if there's something that you'd like them to do better. Right. And so, and I think even to this point, a lot of times, the two of us will be sitting here and we'll say, "Boy, I, this needs to do, be done better. This needs to be done better." And then you get in front of that person, and you're like, "Hey, you're great. You're great. That was amazing. You're great. That was amazing. Yeah. No, but those people want to hear it because they want to get better. I think so. so. I, I think that like I've been able to reframe that, and I'm so I'm getting better at that. I'm getting better at that. Should, I mean, because we can tell. I mean, let's like lift the curtain, or is, are we lifting a curtain? Are well, we I mean, it's very heavy, pulling? but go ahead. We are could, we lifting you could it or pull open the curtain or lift the veil. The veil's a thinner. So um, the people who work with us now, um, Christina is awesome. She's you know, and so you know what she does. She like helps us post these videos. She helps. I, w- I was discovering it was taking me like hours of the week that I was like posting blog posts and post like posting all the stuff so like we make the video and like she comes up with like cool titles and there's seo tags there's a thousand things you don't see that go with posting videos and posting podcast like that behind the scenes work it's an art form and she helps us with that and she does like we have this amazing website and there's a newsletter we send like she helps us like with our email list and she helps us like with the copy on that and so there's a lot of um 
So there's a lot of work that um, she's doing. And she wants the feedback. Like she wants the, and she's been doing amazing, Christina. You're amazing. See, it's happening again. No, no, no. But she she has, I have to say, yeah. but I've been better about, hey, hey, you know, this is the way, let's do it this way. I post it this time. Like, you know, like I, and she's so open to it and nothing is personal. You know, nothing is personal. Max edits these podcasts and we've been like hey Ma-. and i think max feels like he has to leave every single thing in when really max you can cut it out um and then my niece so bianca who if you're like a super watcher of our videos you'll see like we refer to her as the millennial so bianca moved up from florida in december and she works with us part-time and she's been awesome but it's one of those things where if we she's a family member so she's not going anywhere so if we have to it's not where if like oh if it doesn't work out we'll get somebody else like we have to give her real time feedback and criticism um or it's just yeah. or it's going to self-destruct that one can be complicated yeah. right because and bianca's listening to this she has to because she's going to do like a sizzle reel for it bianca came into this job with zero experience right. of what she's doing now but an absolute desire to do it and we've learned an aptitude to do it. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, I have to, and she knows this, I have to start with very basic things that I can work with her on. Mm-hmm. We'll use the word criticize for the sake of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's my niece who mm-hmm. I unconditionally love, but I also have to like start you know, nudging in this direction. And... The, the better she gets, the more I'm going to be able to be like pointed with the things that need to be done correctly and incorrectly. I, whether you know this or not, I'm, I'm a pretty good editor. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I've never taught anyone how to do it before, but I'm pretty darn good at it. Mm-hmm. And there will never be a day when I can't find 30 things wrong with a video <laughs> that anybody other right. than me is doing. And so it's challenging for me because I have to be direct with her. She's also my niece. Um, she's, I mean, she's someone that I love. She's like a daughter to me and, but I have to, uh, I kind of have to, uh, like, I'm going to have to be getting increasingly harsh with her on some of these things. She can take it though. I know. Yeah. But I'm telling you that's tough. Yeah. Um, I also, I want to bring this up. Do you ever notice sometimes that at work, um, you or me sometimes prefer it if the other person does the criticizing so that you can avoid being the one who does it? A hundred percent. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
let's be honest. We've all had embarrassing BO moments. Like anytime you have to speak in public, if you don't put deodorant on, it's like a different type of sweat. And you and I did like a thing and I got done and thank God I had a blazer on because it sort of masked it. But then I took it off and got in the car and it was just like, there is a lot of pit sweat. Uh, Fortunately, Lumi whole body deodorant is making it so none of us ever have to worry about that BO again. Unlike certain other DOs, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet. Lumi is a game-changing deodorant designed by an OBGYN. Fast forward six years and her whole body deo has now earned over 300,000 five-star reviews. How? Well, unlike certain traditional deodorants that try to mask odor with a fragrance, Lumi is formulated to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. I personally love that Lumi is baking soda-free and paraben-free. You can choose from a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code HOLDERNESS at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi Deodorant and use code HOLDERNESS. And it's Lumi, L-U-M-E. You're saying that, are you criticizing me, not criticizing? I love you. Um, You are the reason for me living. And you are so so beautiful, even now. With no makeup on. Even now with no makeup on and a little bit of crazy hair. You are absolutely stunning to look at but i do think a lot of times you uh, if you have something to say you like to assign if you don't that. have something nice to say get your husband to say it yeah there's a little yeah i mean and and that's not my natural go-to place but i have had to be in the past a bit of an attack dog when it comes to things like that okay listen thank <laughs> you for the courage it took to say that yeah yeah. Okay. What okay. else? What else? No. Well, no. I think we should move on. Do you to... need to digest this? Do you need some time? No. Okay. I'm good. No, I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that we can move on now to how to deal with social media crit- criticism. Yeah, we have. I mean, ours is an interesting case study. But there. I think that as increasingly more and more people are getting, you know, they'll have 600 Instagram followers, which is, a, I mean, there, you're, if you have 600 Instagram followers, there's people following you that you're probably not friends with that you don't know. Yeah. I mean, there are people, so you're opening yourself up to criticism. And I think it's very, very easy to sit behind a keyboard and to anonymously tear somebody down. And I think we've become an expert at deciding what's criticism and what's just rude um we can blow off rude pretty easily um but it took some time it took a minute oh my gosh do you remember the first few weeks and months and years when we were like learning about social media and comments and you know trolls and not being we had no idea what to do with the ridiculous amount of feedback that we were getting even though like 90 percent of it was positive like the 10 percent negative was pretty harsh um and and i totally agree and i think that we learned right away and again if you have any measure of if you have any measure of like i'm using air quotes influence just meaning if you have a certain number you're going to get um they're going to get people who disagree with you i am 
fine with people who disagree with me. I actually, that's totally, you know, we posted a video, we do, I do this like happy and healthy-ish. It's a YouTube channel, but maybe we're gonna start a Facebook page, I don't know. And some people I've learned are religious about their food. And they can't, if if just by reading the title of something, they'll decide that you are, somebody's like, you're so anti-carb. I'm like, what? I just did a video about how much I love like, apple chips and tangerines like i literally like i i'm not i not at all so people will like attack you without any knowledge and that stuff i can blow off real real easy um but i think that in now that we've had the gift of some experience of getting negative feedback and criticism i will advise you on this that if you do make a mistake online if there's something you said um, in your past or whatever, own it. Um, thank God we've not had that circumstance. But we've. I used to do like media training and crisis training for our business. And so the first thing is like, I know you're going to get defensive, but just own your mistake. Nobody wants to hear an excuse. Just own the mistake. Um, <laughs> there were some like folks that like years ago, they were like, and like as a costume, more like an Indian headdress and all this stuff. And uh, like years ago, I feel like it. We we didn't raise those questions. Well, now it's like pretty obvious, like cultural misappropriation. Like it's very obviously now in poor taste, and so you can debate all day long on social media, like why it was okay back then or whatever you want to do. But it doesn't change the fact that you know better. So let's do better. Make a quick apology. Feel it. Learn from it. Move on. Okay. Yeah. I have a I have a system of dealing with social media and criticism Let's that's slightly different from yours. Okay. So here's mine, and here's what it's based in. Okay. Social media is not real life. It is not a situation where 20 years ago it could ever have existed, mm-hmm. and it's a weird new reality, right? People can say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's fact number one. Fact number two. People can say whatever they want without actually being in front of the person and sometimes completely anonymously so that there's no way to actually be able to rectify the situation. Absolutely. Number three, there are actually people who do this professionally Mm -hmm. and they should because there's a way to make money, but by posting or even taking the time to put together an entire article or thought that deconstructs somebody on social media will by definition get you more clicks because of the engagement that comes with it. Those are like, so, so I guess that's kind of been around for a while. That's, that's probably similar to well, like they're professional the, trolls yeah. that, so there's your, your favorite celebrity. You're going to see like on the bottom of like Yahoo or whatever, like this, like, clickbaity article and, and none of it will be true but they've used so many seo keywords that the ads you're seeing around it are like supporting it and they're making so much money and none of it is true so so we've learned so much of the of the back end of like how people write things for seo for search engine optimization to know that like these things aren't true so i will say our way of dealing with stuff like that is just like we ignore it um and also i would say it is hard, and when it's more personal, if you have a somebody from your family has made this like really terrible comment on your Facebook post, something like that, I, I always just like I disengage, and then 
over time, it does, over time, it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and so back to my system, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the fourth truth of all of this is that this world has become increasingly critical because of the media that we are currently yeah. digesting. That includes television. That includes, if you watch ESPN, look at the way ESPN was 10 years ago versus the way it is today. It's just sports shouting it is used, what they call it. It used to be highlights and enjoying and celebrating sports. Now they know that they get ratings from yelling at each other, even if they make up the arguments. Mm-hmm. Look at CNN 10 years ago versus today. Look at Fox News 10 years ago versus today. Look at any crevice on traditional media like television. That's bleeding into everything else. We are, by a society, more argumentative yeah, And we feel like we have permission to be argumentative. So things like manners, decor, any of these things that you just brought up about how to give and take criticism, no one's following those rules because no one's watching or taking part. They're all taking part in and clicking on the things that the are criticism. basically shouting and criticizing. Yeah. So that's those are the truths that, that, that build me to this system. Mm-hmm. If... I'm going to live in this world that seems to be getting a little more irrational when it comes to like mass social media criticism. The only direction that I go in is either to ignore it um, and try not to engage or kill with kindness. Mm -hmm. Those are my two things. Mm -hmm. Um, I refuse to get into an argument with someone in a world where those are the rules because I don't think that they're, I think that they're warped rules. Yeah. I would love to sit in front of somebody and have a discussion right? or be on a telephone call with someone or even a Skype. But, but the world that we live in now, it's, it's not normal. It's weird. Yeah. That's my, so that's my belief. That's what I do. And it'll probably build up inside me and I'll like just go completely postal. insane. Yeah, I don't want to say postal because I love postal workers. But Oh, that's true. I shouldn't say that. Um, yeah. yeah but, but that was what I was thinking. Um, I think you're so right. And you you do deal with it. I, I think we have both really advanced and evolved. Um, but also I, I have gone through and anybody on Facebook that just makes those, I don't even really say anything about like, people have like really strong opinions about the Kardashians and I hate them or I do this. I have zero opinions about them. And you, so I don't yeah. even publicly criticize, not publicly, but I don't even, I don't even in conversation criticize these celebrities that don't know me and will never hear my voice. I don't even publicly do that because I just don't feel like it helps anybody to, to criticize somebody you don't know. Well, it doesn't help. What it does do is it, it works. It spreads like wildfire. Right. And it uh, in the media world, it equals dollars. Yeah. Which is bonkers, right? Yeah, like if we did a video, some sort of Kardashian parody video, just by putting Kardashian in the title, like it'll get more views and clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not interested in that <laughs> at all. No, again, nothing. I don't know anything about them. I know. I I think they are. They've built a family business, and I like. And that. And my uh, niece Bianca watches them, so she keeps me filled in. So you're you're good there. Yeah, I'm good. That's you're it. All like set. my I've capped my Kardashian. Like <laughs> like that. I don't have enough room in my brain to remember to like put on shoes. Like I can't handle. I can't handle that. Um, so I think we need to make this useful for the people that are listening. So to give social media criticism, we actually do love your feedback. Um, there was some feedback on our podcast that people really loved your, um, uh, when you were doing individual songs, we've decided that Penn is way too busy and his brain was breaking. So, 
I can't do a song every week about he can't podcasts. do it. He can't do a song every week. We have received feedback like on our podcast, very, very good. Like it's been, it's brought tears to my eyes when people have messaged us and emailed us, emailed us like, "Hey, listen, my husband is." Willing to go to t- therapy now because you guys talk about it so openly. And we've received some, you know, you guys ramble too much feedback too. So that's good criticism. That is though. very good criticism. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And th- that entire thing I gave you, my system and the four things, that's generally reserved for um, when people are, are criticizing for the sake of criticizing. Mm hmm. No, but the people that have given feedback, we had some feedback in our podcast group. Um, did you see this? That we were, um, it was about, we, we were being uh, a, a, ageist. There was ageism happening. No. Yeah. I don't even know. what. I'm sorry. I I don't I know what that, that is. Does that mean we're being mean to young people? Or old. Or old people? Older people. What, when was that? I don't, I don't. I, she, she, she cited the episode. That being said. I have on my list to do things to do to go back and to listen to the episode to see what we said. I can't imagine. So that was never my intent. If we did, I'm sorry. But that's I know truly sorry. Not even a passive aggressive sorry. And right. like totally want to learn from that. Yeah. But I, I brought it up to my niece who's 22. She's like, you know what? She's like, a lot of older people are ageist against millennials. They have nothing nice to say against about young people. And so it's a thing. So we've been blind because we're in our 40s um, that we've been blind. We just, oh my gosh. It's, I know, it's I, a I, thing. But like I, I hate, very old the, I hate very, this. Not but very old, yeah. but like old and young. I'm going to tell you right now, like all, a lot of my how to do things right in the world has been focused toward race and gender. Yeah. And sexual preference. I'm trying to be as tolerant and as woke as possible. I am not woke about ageism. Not at all. Is it because do I sometimes like take like on a persona of like Mort? Like, oh, uh, like, did I do that at some point? You know what? That's probably what it was. Because you because I'll do that like at the drop of a hat. Am I being an ageist? I want you to know no matter your age, we're happy you were listening. And I'm looking forward. I feel like I'm getting so much better with age that it is not something yeah. that I'm fearing. I do fear gravity because, dude, it is working on me right now. But that's just me. But I love, like, I feel like I have, I'm just like, I'm just getting good at this life stuff. Yeah. So Penn is really concerned. Yeah, I'm Googling am I, how do you spell ageist? Is it like agist? I don't know. But it's like an, it's, it's. Am I ageist? The definition of ageist. Aging attitudes quiz. Do okay. you want to find out if you're an ageist? Okay. All right. True or false? All older people are the same. No. Oh my God. That seems false. Poor health is inevitable in older age. No, we're actually like we're working on this like yeah. fitness program because I want to live to 100 right, and be like right. kicking uh, butt. All right, all right. Just let's get through this. An older person is somebody aged 60 years and above. No. I... I, I I'm going with true on that. Um, People, Lola's already calling me old. Yes, it's true. And I'm 44. Uh, my attitude to aging has little or no influence on my health. I don't understand what that means. I'm going to say true. Uh, aging is an obstacle to a good life and must be overcome. See, you just kind of are talking about trying to... Well, I, I, so here's the thing. I, there's longe- the women in my family live forever, but I want to be healthy, you know, and I want to be like a right. healthy 90 year old. But I think, I think you think that's true. 
I think you want to overcome aging. I'm going to hit true for that for us. Other adults are a dra- older adults are a drain on the economy, including health systems. No! We, you, we both think that's false. Ageism means having negative attitudes and or discriminating against people because of their age. Is that what it means? I think that's what it means. You want to go true? I, that's what it means. I okay. Think. I don't know. I can be ageist and not know it. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We can combat ageism. True or false? True. Oh, God. Okay. I think that's a bad one. No, no, no. I think we can. Like, if we can combat racism and sexism, Wait a like, let's add ageism. Hang on. Oh, God. Are we ageists? We got eight out of 10 right. Seven out of nine. Sorry. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, I, this has been a real right or left or fork. We're either podcast. we're either doing this right or we're getting even more ageist by talking about ageism. I don't mean to be making light of this. I just didn't know it was a thing. We're shining a light, honey. Okay. Shining a bright light. This, so this is how I take criticism. I get really worried because I want people to like me. Everyone. I want everyone to like me. Well, that's a problem. Well, it is and it isn't because, you know... Like I'm openly doing the work and asking if I am ageist, I wouldn't. I need to go to some kind of tolerance seminar about it. And I'm and we're laughing about it, but there's there. This may be a serious thing that I'm doing. Like in ten years, they, this may this opinion may be just as strong as being a sexist or being a racist. But right yeah. now, it's not. Yeah, and, and and by the way, sexist, racist are not like we don't tolerate that no. at all. Um, we 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 love everybody, no matter who you love and where you love. And I try really hard. And now, to, but I do. I need to be trying harder on ageism. I think so. This is gonna wreck my entire weekend. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the internet. I'm, I'm gonna, not like, laughing at ageism. At all. I'm You're laughing, laughing at, my at hus- me. I'm laughing at my husband. I'm being a little neurotic but I think, here. No, but I, I, but I was actually really thankful for the that feedback. Yeah, I am um, too. I just had. I didn't. I don't read as many of those as you do. I know. That's the other thing I do. I just kind of move along. I know. I. By the way, I'm the one that reads the comments. Um. So anyway. Obviously. Obviously. No, but that's like real time. Oh, I'm like sweating a little bit right now. Take a deep breath. Okay. And you know what you should say. I'm sorry to all the old people. That's not what you were going to say. By the way, I'm an old person. And maybe because we call ourselves old. Oh, we and we're not truly old. But what's old? We're getting, we so are digging way, a bigger hole than no, we had in the first No, but there is somebody um, I follow on Instagram. Is it Bad Winky? Bad, okay. Batty Winkle. She has 3.8 million followers yeah. on Instagram. And she says her Instagram bio, stealing your man since 1928. This woman is my hero. To be happy, I, I'll just go scroll through her feed. Um, and it's like the most perfectly, I think her, we watched a piece on it. I think her granddaughter helps her with it. Yeah. But like, this is life goals for me. Yeah. Like, you that, know what you're, you know what you're doing? You know how people say, no, I'm not homophobic. I have lots of gay friends. Oh. That's what you're doing. You're like, I'm not ageist. I follow I like, this woman I, on I follow for, no, there's, but I did. Oh my God. Am I ageist? I don't know. No. I don't follow the Kardashians, but I follow her. I don't know. Hey, honey, we're going to get raked over the coals for this. But No, they, I'm trying to raise awareness of it, actually. What could we do? I, I feel like we need to do some research. Okay. And then we're going to come back and do an entire podcast on ageism. I'm not kidding. Yeah. It's like, it's a thing. I've heard about it before, but I have given no time to trying to understand what it is and, and figure out whether or not I am one. Mm-hmm. And apparently I am one. Or maybe you are. Which, did they say which one of us was being an ageist? 
I'm like but, sweating right now. No, but you, what you need to say is like, and this is like, this is how I responded to it. it was like, thank you. For yeah. the, like, no, no, I'm super grateful for it. And I'm also a little nervous. It is very easy to just stereotypically say old people. You can't just stereotypically say black people or gay people. Yeah, you would never. Yeah. But I, I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking about my life and I definitely sometimes like, you know, it's, it's fun to sometimes just have a laugh and I probably yeah. have done it at the expense of older people and I probably have done it on a microphone. Yeah. Um, hold on, I'm getting to it. This is gonna... I really hope it's not the one when my dad called because I was just trying to like communicate with my father and I love him. There's a lot of layers to that. Yeah, exactly. This is from our podcast group from Laura. Good podcast today. I listened while walking the dog to two podcasts. Accidentally ended up on May 1st, 2018, I think. That was like right in the beginning when we were starting. Yeah. I always enjoy your podcast and have to bring up that I detect some ageism as if over 50 is ancient, too old to learn something new, obsolete. I know you're not there yet. But someday you will be, and I'm sure that you will rock that age too. This is very kind way yeah. of criticism. No, my gosh! By the way, she did it, the three well, things. And a, a, as a professional ad, advocate for the elders and fitness instructor, instructors to seniors, I'd like a check in on that subject of life and how we, I'm 56, are regarded. Um, my response was, thank you for the honest feedback, Laura. I feel the need to point out we communicate with a very heavy dose of exaggeration and sarcasm. We don't think 50 is ancient, and we feel happy and healthy with our ages and will continue to do so. Keep up your awesome work with seniors. We're rooting for you. And um, and then again, my mom, because I love my mom, piped in. Um, uh, she says, believe me, if I hint, if I see a hint of ageism, I'll zap them both. Kim's mom, age 68. Um, and I, my mom will hold me accountable, as I've yeah. told you. That's okay. First of all, that's a great email from Laura. Yes, thank you. And, I, no, and seriously, we, thank we should you. have her on because she did all the things. I'm like looking at your checklist here. She said three lovely things. Yeah. She wasn't rude. She, she said exactly what she wanted. Mm -hmm. She shrouded it in compliments. So I still feel good about myself. I'm still sitting over here sweating profusely no, that I might grow, be an ageist. But we can yeah. grow from this. And that's like the point of criticism. Right. And yeah. I and that's something I'm trying to get better at because I do want to grow and I want to learn, but my my kind of go to reaction is wait, I need to I need to um make sure that she's not talking about me. <laughs> and I'm sure that she is. Um, no, I, I'll no, but this, so in a work setting, I, I see this as an opportunity. And I think right now in, on the social media, in the social media world, it, it people do criticize blindly. They make these, and it, it's, it's really easy to get defensive and it's yeah. hard to admit you're wrong and it's hard to admit you made a mistake. And so the best, I, I want to learn about this. Yeah. So we're going to have Laura on. Yeah. I mean, the smart thing would be for us to, to just start learning more about what ageism is, try to be aware of what it is that we're talking about and, and thank her. But what I'm going to do is hit pause and find the part of the episode and get right back to you. So stand by. Hello again. It's been 40 minutes. Oh, for the love. I just listened to the entire podcast. We take feedback very seriously. Here's what I'm worried about. What? I don't know that I was... I think I maybe heard something, but I don't know if it's ageist or not. And it's also possible that I, I, I heard it and, and just didn't process it. So okay. this is a thing. I need to be more aware of whether I'm an ageist. Okay. At one point, I, um, I like we make fun of ourselves because we um go to sleep at like eight o'clock and we're like oh yeah we're so old 
Maybe because we're saying we're so old. And attaching like a negative connotation to that? It's a whole new world, guys. Oh my God, I'm freaking out over here. Okay, so what started as a podcast on how to give and receive criticism within your marriage has turned into... um, Neurotic pen. Neurotic pen. Yeah. But so um, (laughs) that being said... I think I handle these things really well because I, I, I act, I know in my heart I want to learn. So I, I am too. not stressed about this, but I do want to learn. Yeah, I want to so, learn too, but I also want to be right. But I want to learn. <laughs> I want to learn. So, okay, we're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to have an ageism podcast. Uh, um, we're going to do a benefit. We're going to have a telethon. There's going to be a 5K. Yeah, we're going to do a 5K. So, um, okay, guys. Oh, sorry, thank- my phone is ringing. Yep. I'm super sorry. Uh, Kim is why. on her other devices. No, so literally- I'm going to say thank you to hold everyone. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She's hold on. on two devices at once. No. Oh, gosh, for the love. Um, guys, can I just wrap this up? No. <laughs> it's her phone. My phone. I Guys, I do a lot of things, okay? I will wrap this up you have an opportunity when giving and receiving criticism within your partnership, within a friendship to actually bring that relationship closer, especially when you trust that the words they are saying are out of love. And uh, we love you. So we want some feedback on this podcast. And what are the things you like about it? What are the things we need to work on? And we gave you an example of Laura who perfectly gave some feedback that spent, it sent and a little bit of a spiral, but we want to hear this because we want to be better and it would actually help yeah. us be better. Um, if this has helped you in any way, um, we'd love to hear about that. If you think we're terrible, I mean, I guess we want to hear that too. Yeah, no, we do. Yeah. We yeah. do. Um, so will you tag us on the old Instagram machine? We're at the Holderness family. If you left... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
a rating and review on iTunes, I I read them all and I would be so, so happy. You can leave your feedback there if it's good. I'm kidding. Leave all feedback. All feedback. Or you can eat if it's a really personal thing, we have an email address. It's uh, holdermesspodcast at gmail.com. There's so many ways to reach us. I've told you so many things. Anyway, I love you. Oh, me? And the people listening. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. No, I love you guys. Thank you. You're my favorite. Bye. Bye.